VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Go Steelers! Go Steelers! Say go Steelers! Go Steelers! Welcome to the Steelers Outpost Podcast, a proud member of Sports Drink Network. It is April 24th, 2022. This is Tom coming to you from the Sawdust Studios of the Washington, D.C. Outpost. Nick joins me from the Houston Outpost. We are on the precipice of the 2022 NFL Draft, Kevin Colbert's last draft. And it appears that the Steelers are doing everything they can to relieve the pressure to focus on a position. Quarterback. Offensive line, defensive line, special teams, secondary, and now even wide receiver. Does the fact that we are patching up all these holes point to a strategy to draft the best athlete available? Or just is everything building up so that they can get the quarterback? Because you know the Steelers, they like to have a goal in mind before they get in the in the offseason. They like to tell everybody in the organization and then they like to tell everybody outside the organization, we're taking him. And then they do that. And and that's how you have to power through life sometimes. But you really can't power through life unless you got the right vitamins in your body. And Athletic Greens is going to make sure you have those. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens with one scoop of Athletic Greens per day, less than one gram of sugar, and just good for you. Look, it's time to arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. COVID-20 is out. COVID-a-billion COVID billion is out. Well, guess what? Athletic Greens is going to help get you in tip-top shape so you don't have to worry about that. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and easy to use. You can talk to potters, you can talk to fans, you can talk to athletes and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Not a ton of information this week, but what we learned was fascinating to me. How so? Terrell, Terrell Edmonds, who has been fishing, and we have not heard from Terrell because he has gone fishing out in the free agency pond, which is, I don't know how big it is, but Lukewarm he didn't water, catch apparently. anything yeah. because we just pulled him back in. I know that was an inverse analogy. He wasn't the fish. I mean, but Terrell Edmonds just re-signed with the Steelers <laughs> for one year for $2.5 million. The Steelers, I believe, would have had to pay him like $6.5 million if they paid him the fifth-year option. Is this the greatest Kevin Colbert move since the Martavis Bryant trade where he traded him to the Raiders and he basically just never played again? So the Steelers, and A.B., they get, you know, they get picks from the Raiders, never played for the Raiders. This was uh, – I wonder how much of this was calculated, Dad. Like, we're not going to pay you 6.5 because we have such a good idea of the safety market 
that we're going to let you test free agency. And if somebody does want to pay you that, cool. We will adjust. But we think that there's a chance that we may even be able to retain you, which I think is what the Steelers generally do. You know, they set a price point for a player like Mike Wallace when they gave him a contract, tried to give him a contract all those years ago. And he said, no, I want my career to flame out in three other cities. And they're like, all right, well, we're not adjusting this. So Antonio Brown, here's the contract. So obviously they set a number that they're, they're comfortable with. But doesn't it shock you and me? Like, this guy's not going to get signed for $4 million somewhere to be a starting safety? Totally shocked. Totally shocked that this guy is just north of the veteran minimum. And he is, I think he's, when I looked up the uh, contracts, he's like at number 30 in terms of safeties. And even if you're 30th, you're still a starting Whoa. safety. And you did not get, well, who knows what, who knows what happened? Who knows what bites he got? And maybe he defaulted to, you know, comfort of the Steelers because anything right. else was not significant enough. And Terrell right, Edmonds right. is betting on himself. This, this, is, this is, is distinguishable from Le'Veon Bell to me because Le'Veon Bell was a top five running back. Yeah. Terrell Edmonds is not a top five safety, although, you know, it's been gratifying to see him escalate over the few years he's improved and oh, yeah. I, I love for there are reasons we'll talk about that I, I'm really happy with this signing but uh, no but no offers it's crazy maybe what happened if I were to speculate would be sort of what you suggested like the offers just weren't that great like maybe he got he maybe he did get four and a half million from some other place but maybe they sucked and he's like I'm gonna go play with Minka Fitzpatrick again and TJ Watt and Cam Hayward and all these guys and bet on myself for one more year since I've gotten better every year. But it's not like Astro you gotta think that this is basically his peak, right? Like how much better is the guy gonna get in year five? That's extremely rare for NFL players, especially for a guy who, like you said, excellent role player, but he's never been able to play the ball in the air. He's never been able to catch. That is definitely not something that you just learn year five. So it's such a weird move. I, I just wish we had information. Uh, because, yeah, if you're betting on yourself for, for one year, I cannot see much changing in his stock. And maybe his agent isn't giving him good advice. But I think regardless, we need to send him some nice tweets and mail because he might be in bed right now thinking, to, wondering, do I suck? Am I terrible? I'm just, I just had a one-year deal with the Steelman for basically like Tyler Matakavich money. We got to build the guy up because he is a great role player who has become very reliable and his coverage while he's never going to get an interception in his career the coverage was the was the most notable thing to me noticeable thing to me last year where he was in position particularly in the end zone where he's been picked on many times uh, that has improved so i'm extremely excited now the steelers don't aren't forced into drafting a safety early so if you want to juxtapose this Ooh. and make this uh relevant let's look at Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen and his he's he's got the same tenure to twenty eighteen to through twenty twenty one as Terrell Edmonds. He has forty five tackles. Well and Terrell like has three hundred and forty. <laughs> what a so, big signing, you know? I just oh wow. Terrell is... just signed for two point five and Marcus is at two point five four. It just shows Missed you. it by that much. This, wow. is, this is a business. This is a business. You can like playing for the Steelers or whatever. The Steelers have no problem paying him like a fifth string safety special team or like, oh, looks like you can get, couldn't get what you want. 
here's the deal. So at the end of the day, you got to remember, when the players are trying to get their money, even even teams like the Steelers, like, we're not doing you any favors. We're going to play the game of uh, market value. That is crazy and very helpful. But the, So does that mean Joe Hayden's coming back? Because nobody's, nobody's picked up Joe Hayden, and he might have lost a step, and he might be like a 32-year-old cornerback at this point, but he was still pretty decent last year. And you wonder if the Steelers are going to get the band back together. How do you use Joe Hayden, Hayden if we can get him back? I'll put him at running back, you know, and I spell Najee oh. for a couple plays. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I would assume that they're going to really want to give Akilah Witherspoon a, a bigger bite of the pie and then and Levi Wallace because they just paid those guys. Again, sort of pennies, but um, – well, not pennies, but – and then Cameron Sutton moving to the slot – and I don't know if Joe Hayden will be okay being like a backup cornerback. I highly doubt that. You know, a, a great player with an amazing career like him. But he does love Pittsburgh and uh, to make him look good. And But, yeah, I think that the Steelers are going to want to roll with Witherspoon and, and, and Levi as the starter. So maybe that would come down to Hayden having to be down with it. And the only reason why I mention that is because it's he's in the same situation that Terrell Edmonds was in. So it's sort of believable. And we did mention that before the season ended. Like, I don't know who's going to pay – Joe Hayden at 32 after a little bit of slip after a slippage in his, his last year. So we did note that that could be a possibility and that would be awesome because you know, the corners aren't going to start 16 games, but I don't know if a guy of his caliber would be down for that. I pushed Joe Hayden right into the PR office with Missy, Missy Matthews Hell yeah. and Mike Pursuto. I mean, everybody loves the guy. If he says he's just got a great smile, he's got a genuine way about him, he helps out his little brother who's got uh, disabilities and stuff like that, he's got great shoes, and he looks cool on the field and off the field. He's got to get into PR. All right. This is interesting to me, and is this a sort of silent killer? Miles Boykin picked up on waivers by the Steelers. Miles Boykin. Yeah, he's uh, like Chase Claypool 0.5, I think I saw somebody say. You know, big downfield guy, although, you know, or perceived as a downfield guy at Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, you got to take a flyer on these guys. But I think we all know there's a, stand, a chance that the Steelers could go receiver in rounds one, two. I mean, they're definitely going receiver within the first three rounds. But I think that everyone acknowledges even round one is a possibility, even if it's a distant possibility. So uh, I think that they just – hopped on an opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, take a flyer on a guy that way. Because, hell, the flyer worked on a killer Witherspoon. It's, like, the only guy it has worked on. You know, the, how many corners have they taken and, and guys like that. But the Steelers have shown that they, they're down to be like, all right, we liked this guy during the draft process. He sucked. He has, like, one catch in his career. But let's just take a flyer on him and see if he makes it out of camp. That's are, good we just trying to, are we just trying to get the Ravens playbook? Or do you think there's something I don't think we need it. It's just kind of Lamar right, Lamar left, Lamar right. <laughs> and, and everyone run a button hook because we don't know how to design pass plays. Yeah, honestly, he, he's, like, shown up for nothing. He's had – his high year was 266 yards. It has not worked out. But, hey, you know, the devil's advocate says the Ravens suck at throwing the ball, and that's not all on Lamar. They, they've never been able to throw the ball – for an extended stretch, that co- that team is just not good at coaching that. It's sort of like the Steelers stopping the pass. It's just, eh, it's always been a little bit of an issue, hasn't it? Uh, obviously, no, yeah, it's just an issue whenever they play good quarterbacks. <laughs> Should the Steelers be interested that. in Debo Samuel? 
Yeah, I mean, Debo Samuel's a de facto top five receiver. I think everybody gets confused because he does play running back, too, which is crazy. So he's perceived by casual fans as a gadget receiver when he's not that. And if you go back a couple years ago when he was coming out in the draft, Steelers Outpost had a nice scouting report on him. And I do believe we really liked him, although I should have been braver and put him even higher. But he's one of the fastest, toughest, strongest, most explosive guys in the NFL, and he snatches the ball out of the air. Um, I think that's what we said about him. I was so impressed of all the catches he made over his head at South Carolina, and he gets easy to do that now. So, yeah, of course, with his versatility and skill set, San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan is going to be the best place for you, but he's not like a gadget dependent that way. What people have to remember is Tyreek Hill used to play running back for the Chiefs when they didn't have Patrick Mahomes. So it sort of seems like when you have these incredible receivers who are multi-talented, like some of these dudes are these days, uh, and you don't have a good quarterback or a good enough quarterback to get him the ball downfield, you know, he's going to eat people up underneath. But um, I, you know, they're – I'd just be so shocked if they got him. But they definitely should go for him. And if you're going to run Because this, of his cost? Yeah. Yeah, one of the Steelers is going to make a massive free agent – or trade in that and that way i know you could point to minka or this or that that's not the same caliber minka was a high draft pick kind of guy who you know had had played fine his rookie year you're talking about an nfl superstar top five three or three receiver here um but yeah they should be interested the guy's unbelievable he's super young he fits what they want to do playing horizontally and i don't think he's scheme dependent because he's faster stronger and better than everybody so that tends to translate pretty wild what's happening here every receiver is going to get traded and Deontay wants to get a new deal which I don't blame him for um but he but, seems to be leaning yeah. towards the Steelers doesn't he apparently that's the word on the street and I guess people you know are confused on Deontay I know you say the Steelers people say the Steelers are good at drafting receivers and they are but how many true number ones have they had aside from Antonio Brown it's really none like Juju didn't turn out to be that guy Martavis, he had a couple games where he played one he did he did surprisingly well. But what we mean by a one doesn't mean you have to be as good as Jamar Chase. There's like a million unbelievable receivers now. But it means you have to be able to operate on the perimeter. You have to play on the outside and be able to get open constantly to every area of the field without schematic help. That means you have to be an amazing route runner. Or And if you're not an amazing route runner, you have to be DK Metcalf where you're so fast and powerful that you can just blow by guys you have to scare people deep you have to scare them short and you have to have the nuance to be able to be not like scheme dependent and Deontay is that and his uh ability to get open is incredible and Neil Kulong and I were talking on Twitter the other day the one thing that Deontay doesn't have and it's not even really the drops is he's not very explosive like you just don't see very many 50 yard touchdowns from Deontay which you would really like from your number one receiver to scare teams, but he can do everything else. And his drop rate's much lower. I think Debo Samuel leads the league in drop percentage, actually. Um, Surprise. Yeah, but he also had, he played, what, like 15 games and had 1,400 receiving yards, like not even on top of the 60 carries and the rushing yards. So you, you can live with some of that. But, um, but I also think it's foolish to say that drops aren't a problem for Deontay because it seems like they all come in the final week of the season and in the first week of the playoffs. And I, I'd be shocked 
if we went into a playoff game next year and Deontay didn't drop the ball. Like, he's done, he's done it every year. So I think that is a legitimate cause for concern. But overall, his drop percentage got, like, cut in half from that uh, disaster year before. So interesting. Let's move on to the horse race that is quarterback. Yeah. This is interesting. I'm not sure how much of this is fact-based. And as you and I have discussed forever, the NFL isn't a scientific think tank. They are as much driven by crowd wisdom as the average human being. As our friend who worked for both the Washington Redskins and the Baltimore Ravens said, football is run by football players. Yeah. Susceptible to suspicion, uh, supposition, and emotion. Yeah. But now, apparently, Kenny Pickett is the favored quarterback for the Steelers. Have you heard that rumor? I would just be so shocked. I mean, man, and the longer, the further we've gotten out from this, and especially after doing our quarterback episode, like, I just don't see anything about Kenny Pickett that says first round quarterback. Like, he's like a second round quarterback at best for me because I'm not a fan of taking quarterbacks around three or four. I'm like, take him in round one or take him in round seven. You know, when does it ever work otherwise? So, oh, Russell Wilson, you're talking about some superstars who got dinged for uh, being short or whatever. Or like, sure, you can find a Dak Prescott. So that's the one guy in 50 years who came from the fourth round. Like, it just doesn't work. Um, but Kenny Pickett, like, his arm's not that strong. He's not a great processor. He was in college for six years. How are you not a great processor by now? Is it just going to get better at the NFL? And he's okay at everything. Like, he's slippery. He's tall. That's a big deal. The hands, like, it's not an end-all, be-all, but every, you know, it is a little bit of a factor. To me, it's more just like, hey, you just don't do anything that exceptionally well. And he's the example, of, to me, of the guy who got pushed up in a weak quarterback class to be in the first round. So I would just be so shocked that they took him. I think that it is, I think Malik is their Najee, you know? But let me just let me just point out that everybody's saying we had this whole buzz about Malik Willis, and all of a sudden in the last two weeks they're like, now the Steelers are definitely leaning towards Kenny. Is somebody leaking that, or is this just people looking for a headline? I don't know. It could be the Steelers telling people things to throw them off because I thought it was as much Desmond Ritter as the as the recent one as yeah. it was Kenny Pickett. And Talked I can almost see them week. liking Ritter more. He's just like a bigger man, and they love big quarterbacks. And Kenny, Kenny's pretty big. He's a little slight. But, you know, they love giant guys, which is why Malik is a little bit of an exception, but he's very thick. Um, so he's not like a, a short, spindly guy. But, uh, I, yeah, I would just be very surprised that they took Kenny Pickett. But, hey, you know what I've said about their draft strategy. They decide before the draft which player, which position they want to draft, and they just take whatever is the next one up on their docket. Oh, they took our guy. We'll take the guy we had ranked as a fifth rounder in the first round. They like the athletes. They like the athletes, and they, they like to make sure that these guys are in tip-top shape and condition. And the good news is we can all get in tip-top shape and condition with Athletic Greens. One scoop of Athletic Greens in a cup of water every day, and that gives you basically a billion vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods. It just relieves the need to take 14 pills and vitamins in the morning. Right now, Dad's showing his bicep, which is very large. 
I, I, we got to give you that. He's too humble to tell you. I'll tell you guys. It's big. All right? Thanks to Athletic Greens, it can get even bigger. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop and a cup of water every day. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and easy to use, where you can talk to fans, podcasters, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you have to do is download the ColorCast app for free in the iOS, iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. So I know this isn't at the top of everybody's list, but we just signed Christian Kuntz to a one-year contract for $825,000. Hell yeah. How does that strike you? I Teach don't your care. Kid to be a long snapper. Yeah. It's a pretty good salary. $825,000. When you talk about the NFL, it sounds like a pittance. But then when you think about the job itself. Mm-hmm. You got to cut it in half though, right? You could be at the Kogo for twelve fifty an hour. Or you, you can... You could be. You don't even have to be big. The, the guy, They're, they're kind of Long, gangly guys who can just zip throw that ball in between their legs. Right? Yeah, and making about four or five hundred thousand dollars after the managers and the taxes and all that. Wow, that's I just good. want to give you a, a, a context <laughs> for this because Josh Harris for the Chargers has a four-year contract for five point six million dollars. So he averages one point four million dollars a year, and then it declines from there. And Christian is number thirty. It. Under a million dollars. He's a team guy. You know, he they were trying I to give him a million. He said, No, we gotta we no. gotta sign Hayden. I gotta help. We gotta yep. Hayden. I don't understand the, the pecking order because how do you how do you evaluate these guys? They snap it and the punter catches it and the or the holder catches it, laces laces forward. It's just it like a like dart player. Like, like, what's up with all that? How does anybody win a pro darts game? It's like, wait, aren't you just good at that? It's like, well, this guy hits the bullseye 89 times out of 100, and this guy hits it 70, and I, that's what I would compare it to. Well, CK, you know, when you compare him, his his cost to Josh Harris, I mean, why not? Why isn't every? Why don't you just get a guy for a couple? Of, why do they have to pay these guys at all? They should be happy to get maybe they get a little endorsement. $250,000 a year, but we have to pay these long snappers. There's something about the job. You know what's the most yeah. impressive thing? Well, it's the biggest he, play. He has a lot of tackles. I mean, these guys get downfield after they snap it. I don't think they care about that. I think it's uh, McAfee talks about it a lot. The punt and the field goal is the biggest play in football because like the percentage, if you mess up a snap, like the percentage of you losing goes up by a trim. You're probably going to lose. You're far more likely to lose with one like botched punt or field goal. Um, so I guess it, it really is like it, it. Actually, I'm pretty proud of that analogy I just came up with on the spot. Like a darts player, it's like if you've ever played with a good darts player, like myself. Um, no, <laughs> uh, you'd probably be astounded at how good they are, or a good bowler. But then there's guys who are professionally win all the time. It, it really must be splitting hairs uh, at the very top there. But you just need to be perfect and snapping it in all weathers, all environments, with injuries, without injuries. I would think, yeah, that the tackle might be a bonus, but I really think they just want these guys to be perfect every single solitary time. And you're right. It's weird that they – I wish we had, you know, 
a professional long snapper to tell us because I'm sure there's much more nuance. As McAfee often shows when he talks about the punting game, he talks about a lot of things that you never think about. Like, for instance, he says why it's tough punting in the wind. It's not because the, the ball gets carried by the wind in the air. It's because the ball gets carried by the wind in between your hand and your foot when you drop it. And when you're off by a few inches, that affects the trajectory of the whole punt. It's like, wow, I, that's so simple, but I never thought of that. So I'm sure there's a ton of equivalencies when it comes to investigating the long snapper game. So the SEC is investigating the Cleveland Browns for tanking. <laughs> well, they did. We all know that. Uh, why don't we just execute the whole franchise? That's what I think we should do. Why are, are we they... spending money on an investigation for a self-evident activity? <laughs> well, is it that's Mary Kay Cabot or whoever it is, the same yeah. lady that the NFL hires to investigate every single scandal? Mike Florio does a great job talking about that. Like, yeah, they keep hiring her because they like the results she comes with, which is whatever the NFL needs her to find. You are an independent independent investigator who's on retainer to your company. That's not an independent investigator. <laughs> Oh, I hate the Browns. All right. I think this is a little bit of heartwarming news. Um, heartwarming because he's close to us. Doc Hodges retired. Dude, so he couldn't get above third string. They paid him a big uh, CFL contract. I believe he went like 16 or 19 of 39 or something like that for like 130 yards and an interception. You and I were talking about this earlier. It just so it sucks with sports. It's so circumstantial. Like this guy can't do anything in the CFL, but and you know he and Mason were atrocious for the Steelers. But overall, like you know, he stuck in there, won a couple games. He was better than an early career Landry Jones in some rights. But uh, it's just so dependent on where you're at. And uh, I wonder what he's gonna do. I mean, I wonder how much that. Five minutes of fame does for the rest of his life and his career. No, Doug you know? Hodges. I don't. I don't know if he's set up for life, but he has multiple businesses set up. You know that for a fact. Yeah, I, I did go into it. You know, he's selling t-shirt. He's selling duck collars. He's selling anything having to do with hunting. Okay, because he's, he's got to go beyond he's that. It's got. Yeah, it's got. He's a big hunter. I mean, champion duck collar, right? So he's got yeah, a. Yeah, a champion duck collar. The merch thing's not gonna not gonna play. Like he only has a very short time left on that. I'm surprised anyone buys anything now. But if he got into the, I mean, he might have had a great career in hunting without the NFL because he was the champion duck collar, right? Maybe he's gonna be in beaver pelts. He could get into beaver pelts. Maybe he should go to Beaver Falls and sell beaver pelts. I mean, he's in Canada now, so that's the home of beaver pelts. I'd say not for long, but isn't the the hunting amazing in Canada? I would assume with the wilderness up there. Yeah. So, um, so Grandma up in Pittsburgh yep. is in West Mifflin. Uh-huh. And her neighbor and his son go every year to Canada, except for the last year because they've been sh- two years because of COVID. they've been shut out because of COVID. But they are moose hunters, bear hunters, wow. men, real men, with their bare hands. Yeah. So Canada, um, I think they have knives and yeah, 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 some bow and arrow. Well, that's fair. Yeah. It's big animals. Anyway, yeah, that's a place to go to hunt and. Uh, Duck has now made contacts in Canada, and we have high hopes for his upside, business-wise. We absolutely the Pittsburgh do. Maulers lose to Philadelphia 30-23 to and go 0-2. Although they, they had some momentum and were leading in the game, but let it go because 
their quarterback sucks. Uh, just like all the rest of the court. When can we stop these stupid leagues? They're unwatchable. The players are so bad. Isn't that Nick. interesting how it can be? Like, I would rather watch high, the good high school teams than these dirtbags with these awful uniforms. You put purple. Here's my favorite part. I, I go onto the Mueller site, and, you know, they're Ugh. feeding you ads that they think you want to see. And I have this lady missing her four front teeth with a before and then an after sight with a beautiful set of teeth, but she's still as unattractive as she was in the first one. Yeah. Let's face it. I think these leagues allow the NFL to experiment. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, about sort of the new rules. I think, um, so let's that's let somebody else test business, out the new rules. Right, they're trying to fix it. They're the not like, no, that's not why the league, if they allow the, the league to experiment, Sure, on a minuscule basis. I mean, what is like one or two rules a year? There's, uh, I think somebody put it well. Ma- again, probably McAfee show, but it's like we don't need a farm system. We have college football. That's the farm system, and all the best players go through there. It's so I don't know why people keep convincing themselves that you can make another league. It's so boring. There's never been one that has even been marginally interesting, except for the arena league, because. I think it was on like during football season and it just looks so different that it's kind of fun and they had the hefty lefty for a while. But yeah, to me, the only way it could be, in- no, it could never be interesting. It, the players suck, especially the quarterbacks. They're all playing in Birmingham, right? Dad, everybody lives in Birmingham, Alabama. And they play all the games there. That's just sad. It worked for the N- NBA. That's because they had NBA players. Touche. <laughs> Checkmate. Why don't we let everybody know what platform we're working on and how we're able to deliver this quality product? Sports Drink, everybody. Today's episode of Steelers Outpost is brought to you by Sports Drink, just like all the rest of the episodes. Sports Drink is your digital water cooler. They got podcasts for many of the different NFL teams. It's a great way to learn about some other squads. Maybe you go to check out, uh, I'm not sure if they have a 49ers one off the top of my head, but if they do, you can go learn a bit more about the Steelers' future number one receiver, Debo Samuel. Uh, and Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the internet, the intersection hmm, of sports and not sports on the internet. They're here to help us grow. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. At Sports Drink, without the vowels, S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, or you can go to sportsdrink.org. Check it out. I left Washington, D.C. on Monday at 11 a.m. to go home to see my mom, your grandmother. Cool. There was sunshine, warmth. And by the time I got to Cumberland, there was white, cold, snow, and ice. And we stopped on Route 68. I sat on Route 68 for at least a half an hour with no news. I had one 12-ounce Coke Zero with two ounces of Coke Zero left, which was going to be alternatively my last vestige of sustenance and also the bottle in which I would urinate (laughs) if I had to. Of course. And we sat there. And it was, I will say, I'm in a sedan, so I'm not even sure if this car is going to go up because we're on an incline. Eventually we went and... I had to weave in and out of some tractor trailers, but wow, going through the mountains back to home. So I spent three days there. I saw a couple of my great high school buddies. We went to a lot trees in Bill Green Shopping Center in Pleasant Hills. And I will say, you know, it is good back to get back to the 
to the homeland where everybody cares about the same thing and everybody's basically dressed in Steelers gear. Everybody's friendly. So um, that makes me. It think was a good trip home. They, they should. That's awesome. I'm glad that the listeners uh, can get a little insight into your true Pittsburgh roots. I mean, this is a. If you can't get a, a hold of it from the podcast, you know, maybe he's a little bit more buttoned up. This guy is. He is Pittsburgh. I was driving home today from a gig, and I laughed how much how Pittsburgh I am in certain ways, just as a result of you filtering that down in there. But uh, you know, we considered it an honor, an honor to be uh, forged by the Steel City. And I think that the NFL should let teams personalize the terrain of the fields more based on based on the geography. So the Steelers should be able to put up like a Cumberland type of gap situation at the 50-yard line. Rocky Crags, you know, the Cardinals, I don't, maybe they like there's like a sand gun that shoots sand at you when you get to the 40. They, they need a – oh, no, that's what the – USFL, what the hell are they called? Who knows? That's what those leagues should do. They should. Uh, Jacob, my drummer, his his uh, idea for football is that first idea, three teams, okay? The field is across. Second idea, the end zones, they're elevated, 10 feet in the air. When you get to the end zones, you got to climb up and you got to get in there. There's two balls, two footballs at all times, and the field goal posts move side to side. He's We're all some... playing checkers, and Jacob is playing chess. Three-dimensional yeah. chess. So that would definitely ma- Yeah. Actually, that's kind of brilliant. Fold those leagues unless you adhere to our demands. That would be awesome. I would watch that. And maybe it's just more like quarterback contest stuff where there's, like, moving targets downfield. Maybe people die. Maybe there's firearms involved. You need to really up the ante to get us to watch these absolute reject eight-string Paxton Lynch-type players just duking themselves every time they touch the ball. I I, I hate it. All right, everybody. Get ready. April 28th is right around the corner. In sight. Hell yeah. This will change everything for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we will talk about it next week. Let us know who you think the Steelers will draft first. Let me just let me actually broaden that and say, what position will the Steelers draft? Should I sweeten this? Should I sweeten this with a book deal? Book? I have a book uh, about Dan Rooney that I can ship out to the listener who guesses the correct position. Beautiful. So that is my okay. That is my commitment. That's pretty cool. Send us an email at SteelersOutpost at Gmail or hit us up on Twitter at SteelersOutpost and let us know the position you think the Steelers will draft. If you are correct, I'll send you this book. If two of you are correct, I'll tear the book in half and send you each half of it. What's the book? It's Dan Rooney's book, right? Or, yeah, no, it's Dan Rooney's book. Dan Rooney's it's a bio. book. Or yeah. oh, write the new one. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Love it. We'll do. Hit that. us up on Twitter. All right. Go Steelers, okay? Bye-bye. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, You're far from finished. 
Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.